dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Sauce and we've got a ripping round three of AFL coming up. G'day, Pez. Absolute ripping. Uh, what a round it was previously. Again, some upsets. Some teams who were lit last year sitting at the bottom of the ladder, 2-0. Some teams that won the premiership, 0-2. First time in almost uh, 20 years that that's ever happened. Yeah, so the Pussycats, the uh, Carlton bandwagoners are out, up and about. They're the ready baggers. to go. Uh, with a draw and a win uh, this season, we had... Uh, Lights out at the at the Gabba with uh, Brisbane taking on Melbourne and Melbourne kicking five in a row after the lights went out. Yeah, I know. I was really, really, um, really left in, left in the dark. Left in the <laughs> dark. I was a little bit worried, Pez. I thought it was two weeks in a row that the power was going to get the Lions. And uh, <laughs> we've heard this old uh, this old chestnut before. Been working on that all week. But the, <laughs> the power, the power was out at the MCG as well because Collingwood won by seventy one points uh, after Port Adelaide's big round one win and. Uh, you speak about the Carlton bandwagoners. Geez, Collingwood are out in force. Best team ever, they reckon. Best team ever. Wow, that's a that's a really really <laughs> massive call. And I don't know if people are actually talking about that, Pez, but they they have affirmed as the premiership favourites, which is really exciting for Collingwood. Oh yeah, they they'll tell you how much they're going to win the grand final by probably <laughs> ten goals as well. Uh, there's a little bit of scare, but I'm dead set about that. They're five dollar favourites. They've oh. actually affirmed as the absolute favourites. Melbourne at six fifty and. Being a betting podcast, Pez, it would be, you know, terrible if we didn't speak about it. Five dollars for Collingwood. Yeah, and I think Collingwood get a lot of the uh, the Collingwood money, uh, realistically. Ooh, so each week, even when if Collingwood are like a bottom four side, which is pretty rare this uh, day and age, but when they were in mid twenty tens, their price was actually decent. They weren't really big underdogs any time because uh, Collingwood faithful. They they pour their money in and they they get their money on the pies. Uh, the Crows. Got to within one point of Richmond, and Richmond looked out for all odds and ended up winning by 32 points. So the Tigers get off the board, and the Dogs are deflated because they had a 51-point loss to St Kilda on the weekend as well. Yeah, um, well, you know, everyone's talking about the, the tall forward, the failure, but we really should be talking about the new coaches, Pez. You know, Ross Lyon, your boy, second of the ladder, uh, two really, really big wins, and uh, Alistair Clarkson yeah. on the sideline, absolutely celebrating with the boys in a, a controversial win, uh, as the AFL may uh, came out to conclude. Yeah, controversial win with uh, all the rules. There's always a, a grey area in the AFL, as we know, but Clarkson always. copped a bit of stick. Uh, for you know, high fiving his players or showing a little bit of emotion. We we are not robots in the AFL. We love to see the coaches get up and about and uh, lay off Clarko. He, he's doing an amazing job. Obviously. Um, a lot better than David Noble did because he would shun the players and they didn't want to play for him. Exactly right. He's there, out there getting morale and uh, Pez. I mean, the AFL don't want him in the coach's box because he puts holes in the, uh, the in the walls, punches <laughs> holes in the walls. He can't be on the sideline celebrating. Exactly right. They need they need to just let let the uh, the coaches coach and let them have a bit of enjoyment. And that's what footy's all about. Let's have some characters, you know, because you yes. you have them in the press conferences now. There was five years ago where the coaches just you know had to give nothing away and could have no personalities. So. Let's let's get on with that. Um, Hawthorne, you know, they've gone to the deepest of bottom of the ocean because they they struggled against Sydney, and it could have been a lot worse than eighty one points. 
And that's all we're going to talk about Hawthorne because that's already given them too much credit for their performance the last two weeks and uh, really disappointing leading into Alistair Clarkson's return to Hawthorne in or sorry return to Tasmania for the uh, the showdown the uh, the old Hawthorne of old clash Sam big, Mitchell versus Alistair Clarkson big clash coming up I look forward to looking after that the other winners for the weekend Essendon uh, over the Gold Coast draw at three quarter time and ran over the top of Gold Coast they just gave up in uh, West Coast. Uh, a great win over the Giants over there, 19 points, and the West Coast faithful would be very happy about that. They didn't turn out for it, but they, <laughs> the, the the fans are only only seem to come out when Perth are winning, or when the West Coast Eagles are winning. They only get down to SBS when they are uh, showcasing the skills, or it is an Olympic year. <laughs> oh, well, there's a couple of other things, and um, the the 19 year old Jason Horn Francis, he copped a bit of stick for not chasing. On the weekend as well. And, oh, it wasn't uh, that he didn't chase. It was he that stopped. He, he, he stopped mid-run when he realised he'd been beaten. And you know what? Good on him. And, I, and I'm, all for <laughs> the, I'm, I'm all for the Collingwood's faithful booing him. I love it. You, you're all on top of that. Yeah, I mean, he's a second-year player. A bit contradictory. Why? Because they had a go at people booing Ginevan the year before because he was a 19-year-old kid in mental health. He was also doing some uh, <laughs> some extracurricular activities that I don't uh, for his mental health. <laughs> oh Jesus! I bet, you, I bet you he didn't stop running that night that he was caught doing doing no, some was, uh, some extra stuff. He was having a, he was having a good night that night, and uh, he'll come <laughs> back through the VFL. But that's another story. But, that is uh, another story. But we know oh, Collingwood are going to boo. Yeah, of course, of course, I got no problems. Maybe they were just upset about the prison bars. Maybe they're still they're still uh, stuck on that. So oh, I saw they had um, two two cheer squads <laughs> either end. Port Adelaide <laughs> didn't make the trip over. Yeah, I know it was a bit a bit interesting. A bit interesting. I mean, Collingwood did wear their uh, home strip, which is a bit different from their away strip. The the, the reverse prison bars. I can I can never tell. But uh, <laughs> round two's over. We will uh, get rid of round two at the moment. After you know speaking about our bets of the on the weekend. Well, we didn't talk about the real winners. We didn't talk about the real winners, Pez. It was us. The ladder challenge, up and about. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Absolutely shocked him. Can't believe that the bet wins. <laughs> you can't believe it, Pez, but I'll give you some time to recover as we get into the uh, the uh, bet review. I was not expecting that. <laughs> and we're back, Piers. We're back. <laughs> yes, the, the ladder challenge, our um, first week out on uh, TikTok and, and Twitter. We're up and about because we turned $10 into $20.70. Uh, nice and nice and easy win on the weekend, Source, and we're going to continue to do it and continue that climb to $10,000. No upsets in round two. We're on to the, the second run or the second leg or the second step, step of the ladder. I don't know what we're running with there, Pez, but either way, we're going to be running with winners. We'll get into that a little bit later. Let's review the round that was. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll go through. And I started with a bet uh, in Carlton and Geelong and... Uh, TikTok's getting a bit of a run on behind the boundary <laughs> as well. And if you put a bet up and you lose, geez, do you cop it after the game? After but the game. Zero comments, you know, of that before the game actually happens or during the game. It's always after because we are a results-orientated business source and we're not going to hide away from the fact you can't win 100% of your bets, but we we have lost some. And I had Geelong 1-39 to and Geelong ML. Carlton outplayed Geelong in the first three quarters. I think Cam Guthrie had the worst three-quarter performance of any footballer in the history of the game. If you don't believe me, have a look back. And then Zach Tui, his four-quarter performance was super, super poor, costing goals. Charlie Kerno was up and about, Patrick Cripps as always. And the mighty Carlton Blues uh, make Geelong go 0-2. And I lost a unit on that and uh, got a bonus bet for it. 
Yeah, Pez. Um, <laughs> I had a Geelong money line and the under one seventy two and a half, and it was a one seventy two. So I had that part right. But uh, Geelong, they, we thought that they would bounce back after the the, the round one shocking to the premiership favourites Collingwood. Didn't do it. Uh, they weren't to be, and I think that that premiership's taken a lot more out of Geelong, and it went a lot more effort went into last year than it had, um, you know, and that, that we're probably taking into account. So, uh, as you said, a results um, based business but we don't shy away from the losses so we'll talk about them we won't make excuses no because the we'll next take game, that loss brisbane melbourne source you made a, a bold prediction last last week with, where it. no one was because all the money was with melbourne and and you've gone with brisbane lines yeah you were sitting there laughing and you were saying that everyone's going to get on on top of me because I, I you know i backed brisbane and i stuck to my metrics i had brisbane i put two units down two units it was a big one a huge one brisbane money line and the under 198 and a half pairs uh, the alternate line for that one two dollars fifteen and that was a nice little profit of uh, 2.3 units for me yeah excellent friday night of footy uh for you we, we I, was, I was a little bit nervous when those lights <laughs> went out that fourth quarter i'm like hurry up got to 11 points a minute <laughs> either go out 30. again or, <laughs> or keep kicking away i was just, i was stressing just end the game and go from Jeez. there um adelaide versus richmond i really liked richmond here richmond to lead at three quarter time and minus eight and a half got a bit nervous uh when it was a one point game and adelaide were monstering back and kicking goal after goal but richmond they found something and ended up winning by 32 points. So had a nice little win there at $2 odds. Yeah, I had a loss in this one, but was looking good up until about that halftime mark because Adelaide just couldn't put anything on the scoreline. I had Richmond money line, which got up at the under 173 and a half. Uh, not unlucky, but misread that one. It was 184. So even with that late surge was what caused the upset. Uh, but, you know, I got a bonus bet for that one uh, coming into this round. Yeah, the Crows, they piled on uh, five goals, oh, eight in that third quarter. It was, uh, it was annoying. It was a very, <laughs> very big quarter after a, a slow start, as you said. Uh, the next game that we did have a bet on it looks like it was Sydney and Hawthorne. And I, I said, source, Sydney minus 39 and a half was, was really, really good. Mm. And the sports bet specials killed me. Yep. It's absolutely killed me this week because I needed to make it two bucks to be eligible for the special. And I thought, who better than Chad Warner to put up for 20 plus disposals? Sitting there at quarter time, seven disposals. I'm watching, I'm seeing if McGuinness... Oh, he was around at heaps. <laughs> is McGuinness going to go to him? And then from quarter time, it wasn't McGuinness, but it was... All these different players. Nash was at him a, a little bit, and there was just player after player, and they would not leave Chad Warner alone, but they left every other Sydney player alone and uh, to go from there. So he didn't end up with the 20 disposal. Only ended up with 15, which was disappointing. So uh, I got a bonus bet out of that game, but my minus 39 and a half, because of that special, I didn't take full advantage of it. No, you didn't. I had a Sydney money line and uh, Mr. Goulding for 25 plus. I uh, was looking pretty good early. That third quarter, he got a little bit quiet. And then the fourth quarter, absolutely punished home with that. He, uh, about two minutes to go, he was sitting on 24s, a little bit nervous in the car, watching on the phone, um, delaying actually going to, to where I was meant to be because the footy takes precedence. And uh, boom, looked at my phone a little bit later, 28. So I love that collect with a bonus bet. Yeah, so so 1.2 units for that one. 220 as well. So the unit you lost last week. You actually got 1.2 units back for it. So oh, well, the, uh, the, unit, the unit I lost last week, I doubled up in the Brisbane game. So I got that yeah. back in spades. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, I, I did forget I put down a bonus bet uh, from the Geelong game, actually, source, uh, in the Richmond game. So I had Richmond to win. 
I had over 154.5. I had Hopper for 15 disposals and Taranto for 20 disposals. All shitted it in. And, uh, shitted it in. And won that. that was, I was paying two bucks and I got my unit back from the Thursday night footy. Yeah, love that one. We'll continue on with the Gold Coast Essendon game next in the schedule, Pairs. You put in a live bet. So I did. You uh, tried to take advantage of the specials and you probably sort of stuck to your advice that you gave out on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, so uh, I was looking at Wednesday night, the bottom six players and, you know, who are, who are Gold Coast top ten, things like that. And then I was looking at Essendon's list on Sunday, sitting there and going, geez, this, this Essendon team, they're not, they're not too good. They're not performing. It's going to be under 190 and Gold Coast are going to get, have a real red hot crack at this. So I'll go the plus 10 because of the sports bet special. Got me over the line to, to take that. And I should have gone a, a first quarter line or a halftime line or something in hindsight, but uh, didn't didn't do that. Gold Coast were nowhere near it, and the points were exactly 190 because Essendon uh, went away with it after 72 all at three-quarter time. They went away to win by 28 points. So I lost the unit there, and I'll have that bonus bet uh, to use this week. You were looking good. Uh, and speaking of bonus bet, I put my last bonus bet from round one on the West Coast and GWS game. I was pretty confident with uh, West Coast winning, and they actually did that, but I gave them a little bit of insurance with 20 and a half. But the under is what killed me. Uh, under 165, and again, pairs that third quarter, they just absolutely opened it up and uh, got out to about 180, 181. But uh, I should have stuck with West Coast just on the $2, um, $2 line itself. I shouldn't have put the second leg in there, got a little greedy. But, hey, We'll learn. Yeah, but see, with this sports bet special, that's how it can get you sometimes because you do well, have to get you have to get two legs. So you have to go somewhere, and if you go under by a little bit or you go over, uh, sometimes it does. But mine was mine was legit greed because that was my bonus bet. So that was oh, that was <laughs> your bonus bet. <laughs> it was just just greed. <laughs> we go from there. So for round two, I ended up staking uh, four units. Ended up losing a unit source, so minus twenty five on the ROI. So for the season. In the first couple of rounds, I staked nine units and I've lost 2.09 units. So I'm a little bit behind the eight ball at the moment for minus 23% in the ROI. Uh, you might be looking a little bit better at the moment. I am for, for round uh, two pairs. I had three units staked and because of my bonus bets getting up a couple of them, I had a profit loss of 2.5 units uh, and, and a return on investment, 83.3. So loving that. And uh, over for overall for the year, I've staked eight units and I'm sitting at just under half a unit that I'm down. So I will get back up this round with my bonus bets as well as my couple of two-unit plays. So very excited to be up in the green sitting in uh, to round four. Yeah, nearly even money there and uh, with a bonus bet to play and I've got two bonus bets to play this week. So hopefully that can help us uh, climb. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Now bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate and... Um, Getting getting sort of ready to leave, and he, he said, um, "I think I'm going to whack ten on on Maxie. Do you want do you want some as well?" And I, I said, "Oh yes, yes, yes!" Oh, I was pointing at you so we could actually talk, Pez. We can get onto the specials. I know that you're excited. I for thought them. you were going to press the specials button. I was going to push the specials button. Uh, didn't know, maybe you weren't ready for the lights of TikTok. You can oh. find all the specials on TikTok. Waiting for the audio cue. Here we go. Sinan takes a special and goes bang. Yeah, so if you want a detailed uh, update on the specials, at Behind the Bound on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and all that. So we've got the Sports Bet special only on Thursday and Friday night this week, Source. So uh, take advantage while you can. You do have to get to that $2 mark, though. 
You do, Pez. Uh, we've also got Bluebet with their special. They have same from last week. 12 up at halftime. Your team leading and you win your bet up to $100. And not bonus bet. It just pays out up to $100. Yep. So if you go on to lose, you can, you've already been paid out, which is awesome. And uh, because Saturday, Sunday, Sportsbet, you know, they've dogged us this week. <laughs> we've got to go to Ladbrokes and you can get one refund per day. So it's not per game. You just have to choose one game that you want to put a three-leg same game multi on. If you lose one leg... Uh, you can get a bonus bet back up to $50 with lads, one per day. Make sure you're aware of that. Make sure you jump on that one. All right, let's get in to round three pairs. We start off Thursday night footy, the Western Bulldogs taking on Brisbane. The Doggies, 245 outsiders. Brisbane Lions, 153. The favourites, minus 11.5 is the line. And the over-under, 173.5 pairs. Brisbane, absolute bounce back against Melbourne. Can they make it back-to-back wins against the struggling uh, Western Bulldogs? Yeah, well, they're, they're coming back uh, down to Marvel. Uh, so travelling again. Uh, they struggled over at Adelaide Oval in round one, but the Dogs have struggled all season. They've got a percentage of 51 here, Source. And uh, with the Lions, they impressed me last week with their clearance work against Melbourne, and Melbourne have a really good midfield. But the Lions have lost the clearances to the Dogs in the last three meetings that they've had. And uh, they've not played at Marvel versus the Dogs since 2018. They've played at Mars Stadium or at the Gabba. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see this week under the roof. But the focus will be all around the defensive structures and the two-way running for the Brisbane Lions because they need to get their season on track. Going two and one is a lot better than going one and two. And there's so much heat on the Dogs, their coach, their players this week. Uh, I can't see them turning it around so quickly uh, with a quality lineup like Brisbane. So... Uh, I am going to lock something in here and I'm going to take advantage of, of the blue bet, bet their source. And uh, Brisbane Lions, their head-to-head are paying $1.57, which is uh, better odds that, that you can get there than anywhere else at the moment. And I'm just going with that and I'm going to place uh, just over two units on that to, to return one unit uh, because it's $1.57 and I can get paid up to that $100 back uh, in the bonus. So I'm hoping to have this one done at halftime if the Lions lead by two goals. But if not... Uh, just need them to win that win the game. No uh, funny business with lines or anything like that. No funny business at all. Uh, but there has been a lot of funny business with the the Bulldogs. They've been very ordinary the last uh, last two weeks specifically. Um, but if you look at their season the last couple of years, it's very interesting that the the Dogs had locked up uh, Beveridge coming into this season. Five years they'll be uh, regretting that decision when they go zero and three because I think Brisbane. Take this one out. Um, I really like Brisbane in this one. They've won the past seven out of their eight games actually at Marvel. And in those uh, three of them were against the Doggies. They're, they've won um, of those games. They've all been low scoring too. So seven of the last eight games have all been under 173 and a half pairs. So I think this game is going to be a low scoring affair and I am all over Brisbane. I've gone two units, two legs, same game multi with sports bet. Brisbane, just the money line and the alternate line under 198 and a half pairs. I think the Lions get this done. They bounce back after the, the last two weeks of power surges and uh, I start off the, the round with a nice little win. Yeah, so uh, you like that 198 number. I'm pretty sure that was your same number last week in the Brisbane-Melbourne game. So under 198 would be Well, that's be the nice. highest you can go, Pez, with yeah. the alternate line. I'd love to uh, love them to remove the suspended for the over the 200s because, um, you know, Brisbane is a, quite a high-scoring team. But when they travel down to Melbourne, they, they've only gone over once in the, in the last seven attempts at it. So I'm hoping that uh, this makes it number eight for them. Oh, well, you, you take it there. And then we head to Friday night at the MCG. This should be an absolute blockbuster, Pez. You know, as we just spoke about, the Premiership favourites after round two. And they have to be not only the loudest uh, <laughs> round three oh, yeah. 
premiership favourites, but they are absolutely all over them. The lead is off at Collingwood. Uh, they come in as favourites of dollar forty-one. Richmond outsiders two eighty-six with a couple of injuries, and uh, you know Hopper as well as um, Dusty Martin have been confirmed that they're not going to be playing. Jaden Short, Jaden um, Short as well. Broads out with suspension. So it's going to be it's going to be tough for for Richmond. Uh, the line is minus sixteen and a half, and this has crept out. You could have got this ten minus ten and a half at the start of the week. It's already at sixteen and a half, and once the team is confirmed, that will continue to slide out. The over under is over under one seventy nine and a half. Pez, I know you're about to talk about Richmond's uh, depleted injuries there. What happens in this game? Yeah, well, I had a sneaky look on Sunday, so it was actually minus eight and a half there for Collingwood and uh, if you knew what was going to happen with Richmond you might have jumped all over that because they are absolutely decimated uh, injury suspension resting because Dusty's listed as a um, just a rest this week so it's quite weird but uh, the hype as you mentioned around Collingwood I have never in recent times I don't remember a side that has had this much hype to actually make the finals get into a grand final win the grand final and their fans on Twitter uh, some of the most one-eyed fans you could you could ever have. They, I, I can't explain it, but well, they're, it is, they're already talking about going back to back. It is very entertaining. They're they're going to be the the three peat of the yep. the twenty twenties. So that'll the, be the, the modern the modern Geelong, Richmond, and Hawthorne. They're going to be better than all those. So better better than everyone. And Brisbane <laughs> Brisbane eat your heart out early two thousands as well <laughs> because Collingwood are coming. They've got the Dacos brothers who are really exciting to watch. Bobby Hill slotted in there nicely. Uh, I think Collingwood will will take this out against Richmond because of their depletion. Uh, but we do remember last year where Richmond um, got a hold of Collingwood at the MCG when it wasn't expected either. So uh, I'm leaning towards an under in the points because the points is really, really high. So it's 179.5 when I looked at it before source and I had to get it to $2 for sports bet. So pick your own total, took it down five points to go under 174.5. Uh, it bumped it up from 205 to 210 which was really really strange but um two dollars ten that's my lean at the moment i'm going to keep an eye on that get the finalized teams tomorrow and i'll put it out on twitter at behind the bound if i decide to run with it yeah it's really interesting this one pez i think this is um possibly one of those games that richmond sorry collingwood are so confident their fans are talking their, their premiership favorites you know the dacos brothers one of them's going to win the brownlow in his second year and beat nathan buckley in his third at brisbane you know they're, they're talking all this hype and i think richmond you know whilst they have got a, a few numbers out they, they actually have been pretty pretty decent the first two weeks you know you look at carlton the first week that's an anomaly that game that no one was good but they didn't lose that game then they go over to adelaide and for three quarters they controlled the game there's a lot of injuries out but I don't think that um, the system is going to fail Richmond. They are a fast-scoring team, Collingwood. So I expect the game to actually be a little bit more high-scoring than, than you, you're going to, for your uh, lean there, Pez. My numbers have it as 179, and the Ooh, that, right is, on. that is right on. So what I've done is I've gone a three-leg same-game multi with Sportsbet. I've gone Richmond plus 39.5. I think that you know an, another good bet is probably Collingwood that 1-39, to 39, but I don't think that Richmond get blown out in this one. I think they just system, keeps them there, keeps them safe. I've gone the over 156.5 pairs because I the numbers are bang on. I think both these teams are pretty high-scoring, you know, Collingwood do get away from teams. They do, do push out that uh, that lead. Um, and then I've gone Daniel Rioli plus 20. He sits at $1.40 at the moment, which I think is great value. The first week he had 23, second week he had 27. Potentially no Hopper, no Martin. He's going to have more rotations through that midfield. No short. I think he's going to get um, you know a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of the pill, and I think that a dollar forty that is great to chuck into any of your multi. So I've gone one unit on that pairs with sports bet two dollars five. Yeah, so kind of your little free hit as well, but you you are going with your numbers there, and uh, 
Yeah, hopefully you win that one. Hopefully I win that one. And uh, this will be Hawthorne's thoughts exactly. Hopefully they win this one in Alistair Clarkson's return to Tassie and the uh, the Tassie Derby pairs. And we might not be uh, seeing this for long with the inclusion of the 19th licence, uh, not too far away by all rumours. Hawthorne taking on North Melbourne, of course, uh, down in Tassie. 260 outsiders are the Hawks. $1.50 is North Melbourne. Minus 11.5 is the line. Over under, 171.5 pairs. North Melbourne, three in a row, surely. Kanga, Kanga, Kanga. Well, that's that's what you're thinking because you look at Hawthorne and, and the way they play and they've got no forward line. They've got no structure up there to be able to, you know, score heavily. And they doubled their score late in the, that Sydney game as well to make it look a lot better than what it actually was. Uh, the the biggest draw card here is Clarko versus Mitchell, um, the, the coach versus, you know, his player, his captain um, from 10 years ago. But uh, I think Clarko has motivated these players to the next level, I think Lucas uh, Luke Davis Uniac is um, oh, hasn't he not gone to a new level? A, a top ten player. We we spoke about him late last year. Source in that second half, and he has just improved over the preseason. Again, I, I think they have belief. They actually want to play for the coach, and they actually want to. It sounds weird saying that they want to play for the coach because they're getting paid to play footy. But well, it's they're, actually they're really enjoying true. they're enjoying footy again. They've gone back to that pure that pure moment of when you're a child and actually having a kick with the old man or having a kick with you know your teammates. They love it. So you can see that enjoyment on the field. You can see that glee in the coaches. And if you want to want a good look and go deep into their like their Instagram and their TikToks, what he's doing in building a culture there, Alistair Clarkson, is pretty remarkable. It's, and it started uh, well, it started with a late. Late call from Clarko with uh, the stuff that happened in the off season, but a dollar forty nine. I thought I love this price for North Melbourne, but then I thought it's North. This Melbourne. is North Melbourne, <laughs> and they're two low sides. You know, North Melbourne aren't going to make the finals or anything this year. No. And I thought I can't put my money there, so I'm just going to leave this one alone. I think North Melbourne will win, but. You know, Hawthorne have surprised me before it, uh, in Tasmania. Yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to whether Hawthorne want to win this game or not. The last few weeks, they haven't looked like they wanted to win. They've lost the game, not only at selection, but what they've done with their list in the lead-up. I think Sam Mitchell's going to want to really showcase their, the talent here. I think they're going to be trying to, to out-coach each other. I like the Kangas. I agree with you. I think it's pretty good odds for a team that's sitting 2-0 and and a, a team that in Hawthorne that is not very good and they have not looked anywhere near... Um, an AFL standard basically the last two weeks. I like the line in this one. I would lean towards the line. As you said last week, you're not going to get a low line against Hawthorne very often. The minus 11.5 is pretty good. The Hawks haven't covered that in seven of their last eight pairs, and I think that'll make it eight of the last nine with uh, probably a pretty convincing win for the Kangas, but just a lean for me at the moment. Yeah, well, you pop it out on Twitter if you need to, source up behind the bound, and we can add it to the spreadsheet. Uh, that's where we head to uh, GWS. We do head to GWS. There'll be seven people for this game. Oh, there'll probably be 50 people there because Carton will come over in numbers now that they're uh, up and about. There'll be a couple two of planes eight. going up. Exactly right. The blue bag is the lid is off at Carton. GWS coming outsiders at 248, of course. Carton favourites at $1.54. Minus 10.5 is the line. The over-under, 170.5 pairs. The Blue Baggers, they are up and about. A huge win over Geelong and a draw against Richmond. Um, it's, it's kind of funny them saying that the lid's off and they had to draw the first round in a game yeah. they should have won. Yeah, but it, it is Carlton fans and they they get up and about. They get really confident and they're actually quite nervous, a few Carlton fans that I know going up to Giant Stadium, but I, I don't see it. They beat them by five goals there last year and then they beat them by six goals here in Melbourne. So I think with Kerno. Uh, and Mackay up forward, Cripps running through that midfield. 
Doherty's beautiful kicking from from defence. Jacob Wiedering, you know, leading that defence as well. I think Carlton are a lot stronger. Uh, missing the finals last year, they they need to be able to take care of these games and win these games because they lost a few that they shouldn't have last year and it really cost them at the end. Michael Voss is another one like Clarko. Gets up and about, especially after the game on the ground after, after a good win like he showed last Thursday night. But they'll be primed for this. They'll travel up together. They'll take care of business here uh, against GWS. So I've locked this in here. I've gone Carlton minus 10.5. And I've gone a three-leg same-game multi with lads. I've gone over 125.5 because GWS only need to score six or seven goals and and that'll be over there because Carlton will absolutely smash them here. And Carlton plus 37.5 just to get the third leg in there. And if it doesn't happen and Carlton don't cover the line, I'll most likely get in a bonus bet back anyway. Yeah, cool. I, I like that you're thinking this one. I agree. This is one of those ones that Carlton just need to win. Uh, they're, they're playing a, a poor side. They're playing, you know, a side that's coming back from injury. They've been disappointing JWS. They've already got that sort of, you know, the, the 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 win early on. I think they just need to go over there, take care of business, get home. I've gone with um something a little bit interesting actually for the podcast. I've just locked in the money here, Pez. Money line, blue bet, dollar fifty seven. Just put one unit on Pez. I'm just going to collect some money from this one. Uh, GWS have lost their past ten uh, games against top eight sides, which is a pretty a- accurate stat early on in the season because Carlton were potentially a top eight side last year. They're a top eight side this year, and I think that's roughly where they're at. Carlton get the job done in this one. $1.57 with blue bet, of course, 12 points up. Mine pays out. So if that pays out at halftime, your bet's looking pretty good as well, Pez, and we're, we're both sitting in the green. We'll be in the green uh, by Saturday night. And speaking of Saturday night, St Kilda versus Essendon. St Kilda's 150-year celebration. Home game to St Kilda at the MCG. I thought there was a bit more pep in your step there, Pez, and I couldn't work out what was happening. It was just a throwaway Carlton <laughs> bet, but now I realise now that we're, of course, taking uh, the next game into account, the huge top-of-the-table clash, Pez. Well, second versus third. Yeah. Uh, but both teams unbeaten, St Kilda versus Essendon. Battle of the new coaches. One of the new coaches will walk away with a loss. Uh, seventy favourites are your Saints. For the first time this year, favourites coming into this game. Essendon, $2.15, the first time they've been outsiders this year, which is really <laughs> interesting minus three and a half is the line the uh over under total points pairs really 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 boring or really 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 <laughs> low scoring pairs talk us through how the saints uh make it uh, three and oh yeah the, the thing i can't get my head around here source is it is at the mcg obviously because it's 150 year celebration but st kilda don't play there often first time in the last three years you've played there as the home team yeah, and they don't play home games there because they only played there when they were up the top of the ladder, 2008, 2009, 2010. So they haven't done that in a, in a very long time. We've, we're playing against Essendon, who don't have the best list and you know won't make the finals this year and all of that. But Saturday night, MCG, St Kilda already decimated with injuries. You speak about Richmond before, but St Kilda, oh, they've more. managed to win the first two games with uh, you know players playing their role and playing team defense and rolling defense, taking the game on. But Jack Steele... He's just uh, a massive, massive loss. And I, I didn't mind the Saints' price at around $1.68, $1.70. But then when Steele went out, I, I just can't seem to get into this game. I just want to enjoy this game on the Saturday night. I don't know if St Kilda can bring that style of gameplay at a bigger ground at the MCG rather than under the roof at Marvel. So I want to see what Ross can do here at the MCG. I want to see if Essendon, you know, try and take the game on and do that. I think St Kilda should win. Uh, but... 
I wouldn't be surprised if Essendon get the chocolates here. So I'm leaving this one alone. Yeah, it's definitely one of those games where anything can happen. You, you speak so much of the man of steel, uh, you know, Jack with his injury, and it's really disappointing. But I, I believe uh, St Kilda, one of the things that Ross really prides himself on is it's just next man up. He plays a system that works and it doesn't really matter about the absolute superstars. You look at back in those Fremantle days, they had a couple of superstars, you know, um, that really showcased probably past his his sort of realm there. And you look at too, the same with the Saints when they were up at the top of the ladder. They're, they're a system-based sides. Their system makes those players look good. The next uh, next uh, cattle up will, will make the Saints look really good here. Essendon, yes, they've been impressive, but they've had uh, two absolute throwaway wins. And, and they're, they're wins that you really can't talk about. The fact that they struggled in that third quarter against Gold Coast was really concerning. Um, and, you know, they broke away in that fourth and they got care of uh, – they took care of business. But I, I would be leaning towards the Saint with what they've done in the lead-up to this in Ross's system, but then you take them to the G. And I would probably yeah. take Essendon over St Kilda at the G. I probably would have a lean in this game, the $2.30 for St Kilda, 1-39. to 39. But you can take either team 1-39, to 39, and I think he gets a little bit of good value. I think Essendon's sitting 260. The game is not going to be a blowout. It'll be 1-39. to 39. you just got to pick which horse you're picking. Oh, so no, not 40-plus there from Source. So if you like one of them, uh, jump on the bandwagon with Source. But uh, it'll be a huge night Saturday night. It will be a huge night. Uh, that's the one in Melbourne. But we talk of a huge night also in Adelaide. We have the Derby or the Showdown, whatever they want to call it. Port Adelaide wearing their prison bars. So the Collingwood fans will be confused when they turn on the, their TV seeing the black and white stripes taking on the Adelaide Crows. $1.43 favourites are the power. 286 outsiders of the Crows. Minus 15.5 is the line. Over under one seventy and a half pairs. We love a showdown. Uh, well, we don't love the showdown, but it, but it is good spectacle. Last it couple of ones are always close. We get, we're going to have a big, a big game on. Uh, it is Adelaide uh, built their captain off the showdown last year with Jordan Dawson getting the <laughs> captaincy. Still talking so about that. If Jordan Dawson wins this game off his own boot again, he will own the Adelaide Crows a whole uh, time for eternity. So we go from there. But Port Adelaide were really impressive against Brisbane in round one. And then they go to the MCG, get absolutely poleaxed. Were, were they really impressive? Was Brisbane just extremely poor? Well, to win by 50-something points ag- against Brisbane, who we both thought were a top-four side, you, you think they had to have something there. I'm still not sold on that. I, I think that Port Adelaide are exactly where we had them in our pre-season rankings. And, you know, they got smacked by uh, the premiership favourites in Collingwood. And I think they just they just came to the, the, the event against Brisbane. I think they just turned it on. I, I think after watching the first two rounds of Port Adelaide, I think they're going to be a really hit-and-miss side. So if they're on, they're on. And on their day against a, a poor side, they're going to be able to you know, get an eight-goal win over at Adelaide Oval. But I think they'll be really poor interstate uh, this year. I think Adelaide actually have a decent chance because they've shown in glimpses in both games against Richmond and in GWS that they can score quickly and they can score heavily. heavily. Darcy Fogarty up there with, the, with his accurate goal kicking. We love that. Jordan Dawson, the captain in, in defence. If I was going anywhere in this game, I'd, I'd probably lean towards an Adelaide uh, to win or give them a little bit at the line halftime. Uh, so to be in the lead at halftime. And then uh, other than that, I'm, I'm definitely leaving this one alone. But if I had to lean somewhere, I, I'd go halftime Adelaide ML. Yeah, I really don't know this one. It's the showdown. I'd probably be leaning towards the Adelaide line. I think 16.5 is a pretty decent sort of line for, for the game. Um, totally agree. Port Adelaide will probably look to to get Boke back, which will add some a little bit more depth in that midfield, a little bit more of a veteran leader. Um, but but as you said, Adelaide have looked good. You know, they're a team that have uh, they're probably, what, year three of the rebuild. So they, they said that they're aiming for finals. They've been in both games. They probably should be, you know, split the, split the difference you know, against... Uh, 
GWS, they probably should have taken care of business. That was Definitely. a young, inexperienced team. Richmond, they showcased late. I reckon that they'll stick with the uh, the power, but I'm, I'm not sure who's going to win. It's a bit of a coin flip. So I'm going to lean towards the, sorry, the 15 and a half with the Adelaide line uh, for a dollar ninety. Yeah, and then uh, we we head into Sunday, but we have to wait till 2.10 source. Mm. 1.10 usually on a Sunday. I can sit down, 1.10, start watching the footy, but... It's because there's no daylight savings in Queensland, so that's oh. why. Well, th- well, there you go. I've got to wait the extra hour. <laughs> or do I have to wait the extra hour? Daylight savings here? We still have to wait here. Is it daylight savings this weekend? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, we talk. We are talking a lot about uh, the sun going up and down, but hopefully the suns are going down in this one. How's that Ooh. segue? Look at that. They, they definitely need Gold to. Coast Suns taking on Geelong Cats. Three eleven outsiders are the Gold Coast Suns. Geelong dollar thirty seven, the shortest uh, that they've of the round actually, isn't it? Dollar thirty seven, yep, the, the shortest of the round, which shortest is favourite. A very nervous uh, Geelong supporter sitting right here about this game. Minus 16.5 is the line. The over-under, 170.5. Pez, oh, I'm pretty nervous about this one. I know the Cats need to bounce back, but I'm just not convinced. I think, as I've said a, a couple of times, that the Premiership hangover, I think, in this one is actually real because they put so much effort into last year's uh, season, into that Premiership, and it was a, a sigh of relief. And uh, the Suns, they're going to be hungry. 0-2, uh, they got thumped the first week. They probably should have been a little bit closer last week, but... Their list isn't that good. <laughs> the, sun, the Suns might be hungry, but they can only play a half or a, a half a footy. Uh, they can't sustain it for four quarters, and Geelong will be desperate. Uh, Jeremy Cameron, he loves his footy, and I think he's the most exciting player in the AFL. Uh, even in that loss, he kicked six goals, and he's kicking them from everywhere. Uh, he was a bit sore last week, so I am hoping he does get up in this one, and uh, Geelong's midfield will need to be a lot better against this Gold Coast midfield, but... Gold Coast don't have enough players to run through there and Geelong just need to get head down, go to business, go and get this win, start one and two because they can't start 0 and three. And because of that, I'm going with Ladbrokes. I've gone a three-leg same-game multi here, Source. Geelong to win, uh, alternate total under 200.5 points because I don't see Gold Coast kicking more than, say, 80 points and then Geelong aren't going to make up the difference there. So it, it might be something like Geelong 90 Gold Coast 60. So I'm expecting 150, 160 points. So I've gone under 200. And Jeremy Cameron, hopefully he does play to kick two plus goals. It's at $1.30 by itself. Uh, 219 that gives me uh, with lads. I love that. Bez. Oh, love it. You. Love it. And uh, I totally agree with what, what you're saying there. Hopefully Jeremy Cameron does get up. And if he does, Pez, you're going to love the stats I'm about to pull out for you because he loves playing against the Suns. Um, I mean, you know, he averages just under four goals uh, against the Suns. In all the teams that he's played, he's played the Suns 16 times Ooh. and he has had 63 goals and 31 behind. So 94 scoring shots. The mm. next closest against any other team is Collingwood. And just a lazy uh, 59. So he absolutely piles it on against the Gold Coast. And I think uh, on Was that Sunday, when he won the, won the Coleman? Yeah. The he got, he got, <laughs> he got 60 of those goals yeah. in that one day. But even still, um, that's still, you know, 30 more than uh, the, the next opponent. And Collingwood obviously being a decent sort of side. Uh, GWS not uh, – sorry uh, – Gold Coast not being that good. I think that uh, he's going to have an absolute field day here. He's absolute in ripping form. Um, here you we know, go. What do we got? I, I've put my bonus bet down in this one, Pez. As I said, he averages just under four goals a game, 3.8 something, um, and averages about seven scoring shots on the the, the, uh, the Gold Coast Suns. I've gone just four plus goals Ooh. with sports bet with my bonus bet. I say five. $3.15. If you go for three goals, Pez, it's, it's $1.80. 
You go Ooh. for that four goals and boom, bumps up to 315. So the value is there with four goals. I think he's in him ripping form. He's one of the best players in the competition to watch. So jump on that. Uh, if you've got a bonus bet sitting there and you want to make a bit of extra money. but <laughs> A goal a quarter. This one literally pairs. It's a little bit of fun. And uh, I've checked my stats and it, it sort of backs it. So I've Let's gone with 315. The, hope the Tomahawk gives a few over the top or with that un- unselfish play. To it's a league in goals assist. Jeremy Cameron. Uh, for the last couple of years. And uh, hopefully he does that uh, to his mate. Uh, you know, they share, they share uh, neighbours within the farms just. Boom, one over the little paddock Share there. cows. Share cows. Share, share pigs. <laughs> share <laughs> premiership medals. <laughs> because Jeremy Cameron lost his. Sorry, <laughs> just, just a weird thing to say. Oh, they share cows. That's a, what I could think. That's what I remember. You know that video where he puts it on the cow? Yes. Yes, when he's like absolutely celebrated hard at 5am in the morning, lost his I'm, medal to a bull. I'm sure they'd share a steak uh, and a red wine. I mean, that, yeah, that bull wouldn't have looked uh, looked too good the next morning. I can imagine with a hangover meal. Anyway, let's get on to um, surely one of the games of the round outside of the Richmond Collingwood game. Um, Melbourne taking on Sydney. Dollar uh, seventy seven favourites are the D's. Sydney outsiders two dollars ten minus four and a half is the line over under one sixty nine pairs. Melbourne need to bounce back after that disappointing performance uh, for Br- against Brisbane because they came away with a, you know what a 10, 15 point loss, but it was a pretty pretty disappointing performance for them up until the lights went out. Yeah, yeah, they got smashed in the middle, uh, absolutely smashed. And it didn't help that Max Gorn went down early, uh, went down to the rooms, suspected ACL, or he thought it was, and it, it's not that bad, which is good news for Melbourne. But their trade for Brody Grundy might be pretty important here because Brody Grundy, he, he's not the player he once was when he got that $7 million deal at Collingwood, but he needs to find some of that form because he needs to lead that midfield there. Uh, lead Oliver in the middle, Petrarca, and, and get the ball moving forward and, and get back to Melbourne uh, winning and, and you know kicking easy goals and transitioning the footy really well uh, by foot. Sydney are a team, always, under John Longmire. They defend really well. They're, they're a team-orientated defense. Uh, Buddy will come back in, so I don't know if that's a positive or a negative for the Swans uh, because they had a couple of young forwards. Armity last week, he looked pretty good he overhead. Good. He could have had about six or seven goals. He, yeah, he, he got subbed out as well, yeah. but um, very good. Logan McDonald down there as well. So uh, Sydney, decent. Melbourne, I, I think they might bounce back here at this one just because it is at home at the MCG. I do need some more info on this one, Source uh, being a Sunday game. I just would love to see the teams and see how Melbourne are going to restructure with only the one Ruckman. What are they going to do with their second Ruckman uh, and and really go from there? So I'll, I'll wait and see on this one. Interested to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I'm all over Sydney in this one. I think Sydney have been extremely impressive. I know they've had a bit of a, a soft schedule, um, but they they look very, very impressive. You know, you look at Hawthorne the week before against Essendon, and, and again, we don't rate Essendon that highly, but... Sydney absolutely made mincemeat of, of Hawthorne. They looked unbelievable. Their, their, their pressure around the footy for a side who was playing the, the bottom of the ladder was ferocious. And I think they bring that same intensity uh, against Melbourne. And I really, really like um, Melbourne injury list in this one. I think Gorn being out. I think that you've also got Keziah Pickett. They'll, they'll miss him. You've got the potential of Stephen May coming back. So that's, you know, it's good for you to be able to, to wait then. But I also don't mind the inclusion of uh, Buddy Franklin because at worst, May's going to go to Buddy Franklin. So you take away him and whether he makes an impact or not, you know, it's 50-50. The last couple of games, Sydney's already had those impacts uh, on the scoreboard. So I've gone um, I've gone Swans in the head-to-head. I've gone with Neds for, for their same game, Molny. Uh, they've got like a little bonus fill-up thing. So if one leg fails, money uh, money back. Uh, and I've gone, sorry, money back in a bonus. I've gone one unit on the Swans to get the job. Three of the last four games against the Ds, they've won. Five out of nine at the MCG. 
of the last mm. last three years. They, they love playing Melbourne at the G and knocking them off. So I, I think that the numbers work there. The Swans to win. Errol Goulding last week, I had him for 25. He sits $1.40 at the moment for 20 disposals. Don't understand the metrics of that one. I jumped on that one. And I've gone with Ollie Florent. 15 disposals for him. He sits about $1.33 as well. The first week he had 18 and this week he had 25. He seemed to be getting the pill absolutely everywhere. Using the footy. And if Melbourne looked to to do that rotating tag against Chad Warner, because we had some success last week with Hawthorne, uh, Florent will be the, the recipient winner of that. So I've got one unit, $25, pairs, $3.69 of the odds. And I love the value in that one. Yes, here we go. Uh, over the Swans, it'd be a huge win for the Swans to announce themselves uh, back after, you know, losing a grand final. Teams usually struggle at the start of the year, but the Swans, maybe not. We'll, we'll wait and see. They look hungry, pairs. You have to admit, they looked absolutely hungry against the Hawks. And they they, 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 they could have gone into, like, maybe stuck in second year the whole game and still won by 50, they look but they good, looked but dangerous. Essendon against Hawthorne looked like they'd won 10 premierships in a row. They, so we, they we, still we, look shit in the first <laughs> quarter, pairs. They looked horrible. You have, to, you have to think about that. Dropping grenades like that. That's horrible, pairs. All right, let's get into the last game of the round. And I don't mind the Fremantle uh, and West Coast both playing that derby game. Fremantle taking on West Coast at SBS Stadium, of course. $1.49 favourites other Dockers. Two sixty five outsiders, the West Coast Eagles. Minus 13.5 is the line over under 158.5 pairs. The start of the season, we, we would not have thought that it would have been uh, one of these teams had a win and one of these teams had been unbeaten and both teams have actually lost to North Melbourne, the, the Wooden Spoon recipients from last year. So yeah. this will be a really uh, interesting game. Expect a full house there. Uh, for Fremantle's home game here. Funny <laughs> that you say they've both lost to North Melbourne. If you if you looked at this game prior to round one source, Fremantle would not be anywhere near this price. They would be sitting around a dollar fifteen to beat West Coast. Um, so well, Fremantle, you, Fremantle was sitting at the start of the season for so the teams to go unbeaten. They were sitting favourites at six bucks for the last the teams to two. be unbeaten. So it's incredible their, their, their first couple of weeks. Look, we, we thought they would have to bounce back after what St Kilda did to them in round one yep. and they weren't able to do it. North Melbourne came over there. West Coast coming off a win. I think the pressure's off West Coast a little bit. So I think Fremantle will come out. They'll have the pressure, not just the Melbourne media who've been putting a little bit of pressure on, but Imagine the Western Australian media, especially because West Coast won and Fremantle didn't. Uh, the pressure will be immense. And because of that reason, I think Fremantle will come out. Jackson is under fire for his huge deal. Uh, young Ruckman who came from Melbourne and he needs to perform. He needs to do something uh, for them. Is it a different role? Uh, whatever it might be. Fife might be coming back in. He got a lot of scrutiny uh, in round one for his forward prowess, even though they weren't delivering the ball really well. So Fremantle just need to dig in, get it really uh, hard and tough in there in the midfield and try and win this game. I'm not putting a bet yet, but I'm definitely leaning somewhere towards uh, the Fremantle ML or Fremantle line. I'll, I'll look at the teams and, and make a decision later in the weekend, but uh, I'm nowhere near West Coast here, so it's all for Fremantle for me. Yeah, there's been a little bit of complacent, uh, you know, attack on Fremantle in the in the, the way that they've opened up the the start of the season. They've been really complacent in the the way that their game plan, and I don't think they've really um, given the credit to the, to their opposition. You know, North Melbourne they they definitely didn't give the the credit to. They stuck with that game plan against uh, the St Kilda, and you know, we we saw them really struggle to get the ball moving and struggle to attack. I think they they can't afford to to, to start behind the eight ball in this one because West Coast is going to be a team that you're not going to be able to get over the top of especially with that home, you know, use the inverted inverted commas there, the home crowd of, of, you know, the Fremantle faithful there, but the West Coast will pile it on as well. So 
I think that they're going to have to – the things that they need to do to, to be better is just win the hard ball. Just get in there and just win the hard ball. They need, they need some sort of big defending midfielder in there who's just going to go in there and just crash bodies and just get the pill out. So I think that they'll do that against Fremantle. I'm leaning towards the 11.5 pairs, and as soon as that um, – as soon as the teams are confirmed and I have a look at the, the metrics and see what happens there, I'm pretty sure I'm going to put a, a live bet on that one. So yep. it is a strong lean to, to minus 11.5. They, there's no way that they go 0-3 and, and there's no way they even let West Coast get close in this one. Yeah, so we, we go from there. There goes the all nine rounds and uh, I do have a couple of other bets to, to place because if you've noticed, Sauce, I, I haven't put any of my bonuses on. Oh. But I really struggled. Uh, to put them on this week, so um, I'll just give you my first one. Well, hang on a tick. Is that a, is that our cheeky? It's it's not very cheeky. Oh, but 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 we're into our cheeky segment, are we? Well, we, you is it going to be the first money on the cheeky segment? Oh, we need to put cheeky. The, the cheeky button. Get into the cheeky pairs. Exciting. Well, this, this isn't my cheeky one. It's the next one source. Oh. But anyway, uh, my first bonus multi. Uh, I've got Geelong uh, to beat the Gold Coast, uh, Brisbane to beat the Bulldogs on Thursday night, and Carlton to beat GWS. Gives me three dollars and eight cents, and I didn't like anything else really uh, in any game. So, a bonus unit on that from my Sunday in round two, mm-hmm. and then my second one, which is actually cheeky, actually cheeky here, source. But I'm actually placing it as well, so I'm putting down a, a multi. Very exciting. I, I had to make it cheeky. <laughs> it's a six legger, so a oh six leg multi. I wouldn't, I wouldn't usually put my own money on this, but it is a bonus bet. It is sort of your money. Kind of. It's already gone. So I'm, go- I'm going to go with Brisbane, Carlton and Geelong. So exactly the same three teams there. But I'm adding Collingwood to beat Richmond on the Friday night. I'm adding North Melbourne in to beat Hawthorne. Bloody hell. Down in Tasmania. And I'm adding Fremantle, as we just spoke about, to beat we West just, Coast. We just lost like 10 listeners because you killed and um, shocked North Melbourne fans all around the world to death because you actually are backing this, them. This season, I haven't said a bad word about them. Yeah, but they're, 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 that's because they're in palliative care for the last five <laughs> years of banter, that, well, banter, badgering that you've given them. I've been backing them. And uh, North, they're, they're with me this year. They're, they're, they're with you. Not <laughs> even going to say that they're all right. They're with you. So, so six leg multi oh there, source. My bonus unit on that. $10.17. Bloody hell. That is, that is extremely... Cheeky! That really, is. really cheeky. Uh, but I'm glad that the cheeky segment is back and then we're putting some money down on it. I'm, I'm not, but no. but you can. No, have you have you got anything that you would put together for a multi? Or uh, a my multi was very similar to yours, Pez. Uh, Brisbane, Geelong and Fremantle, all on the nose. You can power play that on Sportsbet for three twenty five. You can you can jump over to a, another bookie and see if they, you know, Tab sometimes release the, the head-to-head multis out a little bit later, but at the moment they haven't. So three twenty five is pretty good for, for three teams that uh, I think get the job done. No, very good. And uh, the, main, the main event, the, the ladder challenge event. and... All listeners listening to this podcast now would have already seen this. Yeah, go on, go viral on um, on socials, TikTok, uh, Twitter, all of that. We've got a, a little multi coming up because we one step one of the ladder challenge source. We're on to step two, so we've got twenty dollars and seventy cents to play with. All of that goes on a bet. What have we got? Yeah, we do, Pez. Uh, it goes on uh, the second run of the ladder. I like that we're, we're, we've definitely worked out the terminology for that. It's not the, not the second round. It's the second run of the ladder. Uh, we've gone two legs with, as we spoke about, the two teams that we think are going to get it done. We've given uh, Geelong, we've given them a little bit of a head start. Yeah, plus seven and a half. So uh, if they lose by a goal or seven points, uh, we'll be all right. The second one there, Source, uh, Carlton to beat GWS, but minus two and a half. So 
will be pretty stiff if they win by one or two <laughs> points. But uh, they've got to win by three-plus points against GWS, who we think is going to happen anyway. And uh, once that happens, $20.70, boost that with uh, Neds, $2.07, gets us, returns us $42.84 and gets us to the next step of the ladder on our way to 10K. Yeah, it's very exciting, Pez. And uh, just a couple more weeks and we'll be sitting around uh, two or three grand and we'll be loving life. Yeah, we'll be sweating, sweating bullets on the weekend. Uh, you think you think it took time taking this one? It took about an hour to get these these two measly legs together to to, to lose ten bucks. Yeah, and um, as listeners know, uh, we don't always agree on things, so this has been very very difficult. Painful is uh, the word to, to agree on on the ladder challenge because sometimes we re- one of us loves something and the other one's like, no, I'm not touching that game. So it's like, shit, what are we going to find? So this is the best of the best. This collaboration. It has been interesting, and you know what, Pez? It's it's something that the fans are going to appreciate that we are collaborating on this because it's going to result in 10k uh, in not too uh, distant future. So very exciting for that one. Uh, what you can do though, if you if you missed any of the bets we've had on the show, make sure you jump on our TikTok or our Twitter, our Instagram. All of the videos will be up there. All of our bets will be up there. We've got our spreadsheet online that people can follow along and see how well uh, much I'm kicking your ass in the ROI and the, the yeah, units. Yeah, kick the um, <laughs> kick the jump on Twitter uh, <laughs> and Instagram have have the links on there. It's a it's a Google Doc. You can just jump on. Uh, it changes live, and you can see everything that's up there in source. You always have a little bit of banter early in the season. But let's see if you're still. Still speaking uh, after round five. Uh, well, last year you turned it on in the last round and just beat me. And just uh, no. oh, don't, don't <laughs> try and say that. I was, I was vlogging. I turned it on in the last round to beat you, did I? <laughs> you did, actually. <laughs> what did I win? 50 units in the last round or something. Well, you're so. all over the cats. It was, it was a smart bet. So, you know, I let you have that one. So it was good for you to, to, to come around the winner's table. But yeah, we know it was a good season last speak, year. Speaking of winner's table, actually, we haven't mentioned it in the show, all the things. And uh, I noticed your head just dropped then. Uh, loser comp. Yeah, how are you going in the loser comp? Because, you know, I know the first week we, we had 16 people lose a lot. And I, there's a few people that went out. Pez, how, how are you tracking? Yeah, you can't win your own comp. So <laughs> <laughs> absolutely bombed out. Uh, first, first, first two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> Our entrance there, ten people already out. Yeah, after two wrong, bang bang. Uh, you wouldn't think it'd be that difficult, but. It absolutely is. And as everyone says, it's like, oh, it's easy. I'll just pick North. Well, they're all out, aren't they? First two weeks, out. <laughs> well. It's it's so easy that half of our entrants lost their life in the first first round, first yep. game. You can pick any team you want to lose. Mm-hmm. Half of the people just lost. shows you how topsy turvy that first two rounds were, and a couple of the teams who are surprising us, Pez. But uh, and for the listeners in the loser comp, we hope you're enjoying it. Uh, the live little uh, sheet that you can go on and and see live up to date uh, tips and keep a track of who you've tipped and who you're going to tip in the future because you've got to try and eliminate source. Eliminate source. I'm still there for one more week. Probably, <laughs> hopefully, I'm. You know, I reckon I'll be there for maybe two more weeks, and oh, and then gone. They're probably gone. Yeah, it gets harder as you, as you go on there, as you know, Pez. But uh, yeah, make sure you jump on our um, all good social media. It's not social media, so jump on all our podcast providers. Leave our five stars and comments. I don't think Spotify you can actually leave five stars. So just jump on to, to Apple Music. Uh, an Apple podcast, sorry, five stars, leave comments. It helps uh, other bettors and punters find us and so they can get some value as well. Or if you've got some of your own bets and you've got, you know, disagree with Pez or myself and or you agree, you can always jump on our socials and uh, let we, us know how to go there. We love to hear it. We get a lot of uh, a lot of commentary there and a lot of DMs with the... Uh with the bets, so so keep them coming, and uh, we'll have a winning round three. I wouldn't mind some of these people on TikTok and Twitter and that though to to put their balls on the table and actually call us out before the bet. Don't wait until it's finished. It's very finished. Yeah. You look at the video and it's like right halfway through the game, Brisbane's up by forty points, no comments at all. 
third quarter, no comments after the game. It's like, oh, yeah, well played, well played. Nearly lost. <laughs> Nearly lost. But, but, but like, you know what? Could call us out earlier. Where, where were all these people talking about the Geelong game, uh, you know, before we lost our bet? No one wants to put their balls on the line, so. so oh, wait, wait, wait. There's two people right here. <laughs> we're just the ones with our uh, faces out on, out on TikTok getting, uh, getting the banter if we yeah. lose and uh, – not, not much if, if we win because no one's uh, respecting that. But we just let our bets do the talking and we go from there. Uh, enjoy your round three. I've been Pez. Peace out. I'm still Sauce. We'll catch up next time, guys.